0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki.
1: Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My
0: name is Farnush Brock.
1: And you're listening to Learning with Leslie.
0: Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 2414 This
1: is Learning with Leslie. I haven't done an interview in a while, but I'm very excited about today's topic. I'm on the line with Patrick and Sarah South from thefamilypreneurs.com and the host of the Familypreneur Podcast. They are on a mission to create a better lifestyle design for their for the, themselves and their family while encouraging and ins- assisting others to do the same along the way. They believe that it's possible for families to provide for themselves as a team and that that team is an essential factor in having a healthy and successful family structure. Today, we're going to be talking about how to become familypreneurs. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Today. Patrick and Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Leslie. Just
0: absolutely great. We're, we're happy so, to be with you
2: today. Yeah, we're, we're really blessed to be here.
1: <laughs> awesome. It's like early in the morning, 6.30 a.m. where you guys are. <laughs> but thank uh, you. For, we we kind of did this kind of at a last minute um, because I saw what you guys were doing and it kind of got me excited. And I said, you know what? The, the, the Learning with Leslie audience needs to hear this story.
0: Fantastic. We're happy yes. to share it. Okay.
1: Yes. So uh, a few weeks back, I did a podcast episode. It was episode 194, and it was on the topic. The title was, What's It's Going to Be? Your Business or Your Family? Mm-hmm. And with that, I find there are people that go to extremes. So there are some people that are all business. You know, I'm building my business. I'm building my business to provide for my family, but they don't spend time with their family. And then they have people that go the other extreme, and they're, they're all family, all family. Forget about business. You guys are doing something a bit different, and you call it familypreneurship. Yes, what is familypreneurship?
0: Uh, well, I, I think really familypreneurship is what, what we have coined at least is just building a business or building something of value for other people together as a family so that even includes our son who is only five years old but uh, amazingly he has really caught on to this whole entrepreneurial mindset and he is just more than happy to join us on this journey and come up with business ideas and and kind of help us to figure out what the next step is for the projects that we're working on that involve him which is just absolutely amazing to see and it's something that we really strive for um, for our family to be able to have more time together and to just educate our son and and let him know that he can do anything and he can build anything and he doesn't have to be an adult to wait to do that
2: yeah right at this point like everything we do is a twofer it's it's all time spent together yet it's time spent in our business and to us that's the most amazing thing and and you know, I say it all the time, if we never end up making money, <laughs> that's OK, because we built this relationship together, and that's what's most important. Our intention is to make money, <laughs> but, uh, but it's, not, it's not the main goal. And I think what you talked about on that podcast I listened to it, it was amazing. I loved it that episode. And you said, what is your ultimate priority? Is it your family or is it your business? And really, it's it's true. When you get to the end of your years, what are you going to regret? Not working as much, uh, not making enough money, not having enough success in the business world, or is it going to be that you didn't spend enough time, you didn't really form those relationships with the people that are closest to you in a really tight knit way? And and you're so right. It's 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 the latter. I, I try not to think that I would ever have any regrets, right? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if there was something that I would regret, that it would be that.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. So this is, this is really fascinating to me. So uh, I want to talk about the story. But before that, I, I want a picture of what that looks like. Um, because you're, not, you're now all in business together. What does that look like? Is it one business? Is it multiple businesses? Is it online? Is it offline? What is, yeah, what does it look like?
0: And start with the first project that we worked on together. We call it like our first familypreneur project, and that was our children's book. And that we just released that um, I guess about a month and a half ago now. That it actually launched on Amazon, and that is a book that I illustrated, my husband wrote, and our son is the main character in the book. And uh, all the illustrations are done from real pictures that I took, and my son was in all of them. So he he was involved in the entire process of wow. building this book. And it's a story that we, we worked on together and it, it came out of something that our son was passionate about, which was construction. You know, little boys tend to really be obsessed with trucks and, and all that, you know, <laughs> n- male yes. uh, construction stuff that that's interesting to them. So he, um, he, he, just got really obsessed with it. And we got this idea for a book to, uh, it, it's a story about my husband and him, Axel, our son. And, uh, Uh, Patrick tells him a bedtime story about construction, and he ends up falling asleep and dreaming that he himself is working on a construction site, but obviously as a five-year-old. So it's it's a a really interesting project that we got to work on together, and it kind of sparked this whole uh, idea behind building businesses together with your family and kind of teaching this uh, entrepreneurial mindset to your kids right from the get-go. So, I mean, our son, ever since he was three, three is when we kind of got the idea for uh, the book right before he turned four, and we've been working on it since then, so he understands the concept of we can build something and we can sell it and and also provide value to other people in the process. So uh, that's our, been our first project, and now we're working on a, on a children's show that is currently on YouTube but will soon be a video subscription website in the next couple weeks.
2: Right, and the the, the podcast and the blog is just us documenting our journey from the ground up. <laughs> we we're we are beginners in this and we just we want to document this so that other people can see right now and in the near future, you know, look these people were talking about it and they were making nothing, you know, and now they're getting some momentum and then now they're 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 really making it and you know, we want to really show people that it can be done and we are absolutely determined to do it.
1: Awesome. Okay, so this is like a crazy idea in my mind. I, I never even thought about doing something like this or people doing something like this. So I wanna get the the backstory. How did this all begin?
0: Alright, why don't you start Patrick with kind of letting them know about the your job before we left and moved to yeah, Oregon? Yeah. And-
2: yeah, that so I, I've been working in a family company for the past seven years, basically. Okay. It's a I I was a family preneur. <laughs> Um, and it just got to a point where I was just working 60, 80 hours a week wow. and, you know, doing that for six or seven years. And I just, I got to a point where I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Something has to change. And I I started realizing that I was lying to myself, thinking that it was ever going to work at this company. Um, and there was never going to be a point where I, I, I could be in control of my time. And so that's whenever Sarah and I decided uh, to start thinking differently. And, uh, it started with, uh, what we had been doing for a while, which is the book, but that was just sort of a side project.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Sarah went to new media expo, uh, in the early part of 2014.
1: Oh, uh, that'll do it, it to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we, we were just, uh, bl- or she was just blown away by the people there, the environment, just the vibe and and the amount of ideas and creativity that was just in these people's minds, and she's she was like, "We want this, you know, I want this." <laughs> so she came back, and and we were like, "You know what? Let's just jump in. Let's just do this together, you know." And so I I quit my job. I gave them a month's notice, and we went off, and <laughs> we 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 sold our house. We sold everything. <laughs> packed our bags and went to Portland, Oregon, and we we now live in a travel trailer.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, this is, this is a lot of stuff happening at one time. So she goes to NMX, New Media Expo. She yes. comes back, and she says, let's do this. And you say what? Are you, do you go, I, are you crazy? What do you mean, let's do this? What happens in your mind at that time? Well, actually... I, I, I was the one who had the idea
2: to quit my job because I could just see the difference in her. I could see how alive she was. Oh. And, and, and you, you know, to be honest with you, man, to me, it's all about relationships. Gotcha. And and the relationship with my wife or with Sarah, with my son, it's the most important thing to me. You know, I, I always like to say, like, food, the way I relate to food is much less important than the way I re- relate to my wife. So food, in, you know, nothing is as important as my relationship with them, and so when I saw that in her, when I saw that, I just I, I had to to join it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A-
2: and and I hate to say that it was like her a passion and her idea that that drew me to this, and you know, not like my own intrinsic motivation, but it really was. And and uh, but you know, now it, it, I'm just all about it, you know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know, was I- like, wow, okay, this is something here, you know. I want some of that, you know.
1: You know, I get that because I remember when I approached my wife, I mean, my wife is not a leave your job kind of person. You know, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you get a job, you work, you do what you have to do. Not that she hasn't been thinking about entrepreneurship, but there's a security that comes with a job. But when one day I, I spoke to my wife about the concept of leaving my job and she said, you know what, I think you should do it. That was like the end of everything. I mean, there was no, there was no, there's no going back. There's no discussion. I was like, yeah. "What? You think we should do this? this th- that's it. We're done." Uh-huh. <laughs> that is so awesome. Man. Okay, so so, so, so Sarah, Sarah. Yeah. Now at this time, you guys had your son Axel.
0: Yes, he. Well, this was January of last year when oh. I went to New Media Expo. So uh, we I, actually Patrick had, as far as the online entrepreneurship is concerned, Patrick right after our son was born, and he's five and a half. So five years ago, a little more than that, he heard a blogger on the radio talking about this cool thing of you know blogging and how you can make money online, and and he started encouraging me because he, he said, "Babe, you know you're a, you're a good writer. You should really look into this, and may, it might be a possibility for us to make." A little bit of money. But back then, five and a half years ago or so when he first told uh. me that idea, I thought he was a little bit crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean I have, have naturally I have an entrepreneurial mindset and I have since I was very young. But the I, I just didn't understand that whole world. So I kind of dived in after six months of him mentioning it to me every once in a while. And uh, and then I mean from then on I started following, you know, uh, the smart passive income, uh, you know, yes. Pat Flynn and, and a bunch of the, the guys higher up there who are, who are in the online business space who really are, are good at sharing the information and uh, letting people know what they need to do to build an online business. So, you know, it was a, a, a slow process, but now we're here and we enjoy it and we love it and it's hard and it's a struggle and we are um, still working on getting... Uh, financially independent, but we are so hundred percent all in on this thing that I, I can't really imagine ever being okay with giving my freedom and my time to someone else and being under their schedule um, for an extended period of time, you know? So maybe right now we have to do side work to bring in some extra income while we're getting things rolling, but it's, we, we know where we're heading. Right. You know, we know the direction we're going in. And,
2: and like, to me really like, uh, you know, I, I love work. I love work. I really do. You know, and I found that over the years, I just love it. And family familypreneurship to me is, is like, I, I love to share everything with Sarah, everything in my life, pretty much <laughs> everything that she'll let me. <laughs> and work was something that I just didn't share with her. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. And and to me, familypreneurship is really just taking our relationship to the next level
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and sharing that part of my life with her and my son and, and, and sharing this work ethic that I have and in, in showing how we can enjoy this and work together and do this. And it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I you know, like to say, not. yeah, I mean, you know, like some people are like, my relationship is great with my wife. Or my husband, or my kids. I don't need to bring
0: business business
2: into that. You know that's a bad <laughs> idea. You know, <laughs> and, and you know we completely understand. We're not advocating that, that yeah. people that everyone do this, but f- for those who do want to, you know, it, it's it's just so amazing, and and we get to share everything with each other. And I de- like okay, so Axel, he the show I do with him, it's just something that we built over time, and all it is. All the show is, the, the uh, YouTube show, the Axel show, it's just a relationship. That's all it is. It's a relationship, but it's showing other people this relationship and, and giving them the opportunity to see what it looks like uh, uh, for kids and adults to play hard together and really get down to it and enjoy their time together and, and explore the world and use their imaginations and be creative and, and discover. And that's what it's about. And, and if we can make money doing that, that's incredible. It's incredible. So, <laughs> you know. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: it's it's okay. So I I watched two episodes of the Axel show, and I want to talk about that in a little bit. But first, I want okay. you know, there's one thing. You know, I when I left my job, it, it was just in July. Ju- June 31st was my last day, um, mm-hmm. and I, I I jumped into entrepreneurship, and then all of a sudden, it kind of hit me like, okay, so my and i'm the i'm the only person working now um everything now all of our you know our financial well being whether my my son eats or not um, (laughs) whether, whether we can pay rent or not is dependent on my business and when i left It wasn't as if my business was at a place where, you know, the money is just coming in and all that kind of stuff. And that was difficult to know that you're responsible for a son who at the time wasn't even two years old that really still likes to eat and change (laughs) diapers and all that stuff. That it was a point where it kind of freaked me out. Um, (laughs) What's the emotions that you're going through during this transition? How was that? How was that for you?
0: Uh, uh, I want to say one thing to that. And, but Patrick has a thought also. Um, and that is just that what's so cool about the family preneurship thing is that we all are sharing that burden. Now, obviously our five-year-old, it's very minimal. He understands like the concept of money, but obviously we're not saying, oh, Axel, we have to pay the bills. Come on. You know, <laughs> we're, we're keeping him out of that obviously. But, um, Patrick and I, we get to share that burden and that's what's so amazing because before I was a stay-at-home mom and Patrick mm. was the breadwinner. So he he made all the money, he was bringing in all that all on his own and I always had the desire to do that. I wanted to build things. I have my creative side and I, I want to provide value for people and I want to bring in income, quite frankly, just on my own. It's something that I'd like to do. So so us kind of joining together on this and, and uh, sharing the burden – has really, really helped this whole thing, and it's made it to where we're on the same page. You know, it's like, oh, well, we're we're broke, and it's on all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not just the husband. So, so I think it does help you, right? You think Patrick? It- oh
2: yeah, yeah, Leslie, I really identify with you when you say that because um, it, it, thinking about that stressed me out so much. I mean, it, <laughs> it was it was bad, uh, but I would say that it wasn't as much as the stress that I was having being at my job. Mm. <laughs> But, but it stressed me out a lot because I know I can go anywhere, right? I'm like I can do anything for anyone. Anyone who needs a good worker, yeah. I'm there, right? Um, but as far as making the right amount of money, that's the problem. <laughs> so um, anyways, but I really identify with you there. And so whenever I did decide that I wanted to leave, I, I talked to Sarah about that. I said, look, you know, if I do this, we're going to have to share this burden together. You know, like you, you've never really had that burden, You know, on you, but I want to let you know that you know whenever if we do this, uh, can we share this burden together? Can we really both feel responsible for bringing in the money? And she said, one hundred percent, she was on board completely, and that to me it took such a big weight off because I said, look, I don't, I don't have to feel that guilt uh, or inadequacy being, yeah, inadequacy of not being the breadwinner um, uh, or not being successful at it. At least in the initial stages of our uh, starting our business here, because I have a partner that's there equally with me, that's there to help share that burden, and and it's just so amazing that she was that she did that. Um, I'm just just so (laughs) like I I don't know how to explain to you how awesome (laughs) it is to have someone help you share that burden, just mentally (laughs) and emotionally.
1: That that's awesome. Okay, so let's. I want to talk about the Axel show because I thought that was quite interesting. It's you and yours. Actually, you go ahead and describe what the Axel show is and how you do it.
2: Okay. Well, so uh, from the beginning, (laughs) we Axel and I like. I, I would work so much. My goodness, I would just work way too much. But I, I just wanted to connect with him. And I don't have any friends really. Like, <laughs> I never spent any time with anyone else. You know, just, just, I would work, 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 and then come home and then spend most of my time connecting with Sarah and Axel after that. And so once I actually got to the age where he could really play, I would just take him places. And, you know, I'd get home, we'd, we'd pack up, and we'd head downtown or, or go to a park or, you know, we'd stay out till 11 o'clock at night <laughs> <laughs> just connecting, you know, and because I, I, I had to have that connection with them. It was the most important thing to me. And I started noticing, I, I was just like a kid, you know, like I was a kid all over again. Just, we just play, use our imaginations, just all kinds of stuff. And I started noticing that other kids were just drawn to that, like magnets. Like they would see an adult playing with a kid like that and just acting like a kid. And, and they just would just stand there with their mouths, like gaping open. And, and, and a lot of them would just come and try and play with us. <laughs> and You know, after a while of watching that, I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't really something that's very common that that you see. You know, most of the time when I go to the park, the kids are playing, they're having fun, and the parents are kind of over there on their phones, you know? And I understand that. Like, I'm not getting down on anyone when I say that. I'm just, I I understand that. (laughs) You know, you want a break, you know? But I just started thinking. And you know what? Maybe maybe they don't know that they can connect with their kids like this, you know? Mm. And, and and maybe the kids don't understand that 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 they can encourage their parents to connect with them, you know? I don't know. But it was just something that really piqued my interest. And so I, I asked Axel, I said, hey, do you want to start, like, recording us, having fun so other kids can watch it? And at this point, he was watching, you know, shows on YouTube and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, every once in a while, not a lot. We don't like a lot of screen time, but sometimes we do, <laughs> And, and he was like, yeah, yeah, he loved the idea. So we started it, you know, a while back. And it wasn't really necessarily all about thinking about making money. It was just, just trying to share this relationship, like I was talking about earlier, with other kids. And we got a really good response. Um, and, and we enjoyed it so much, just like sharing our experiences and what we were doing and exploring things with kids. And, and eventually it got to a point where I'm like, this is really something that I could actually turn into a product, you know? People are really gaining value from this. And see, for me, like, I would not be a good salesman because I'm like, I have to know that what it is that I'm selling is something that they, the people that are buying it really need. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to know that. Otherwise, I just, I just can't sell to it to you. I can't lie to you. You, know? you don't need this. <laughs> so with the Axel Show, I know that people need it, that kids need it. And I didn't want to advertise to people on YouTube, and I'm not, and I never will. Um, but we are going to make premium content on on our uh, subscription based website, where people can come and if they they like the YouTube show, they can pay for this premium content and get extra videos, advertisement and, free. Right, advertisement free, and that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Is it's a safe environment? You know what we're planning on doing for kids to watch things and not be advertised to or, or see lots of other crazy stuff. You know, like like happens on YouTube. Yeah. And, and that's what the, the Axel show is. It's just Axel and I showing kids how to have fun every day in the real world. And, and just most kids are just bored all the time, and it's just difficult. And that's why they use iPads and phones and tablets, and, and, you know, they just don't understand, I think, that you can really have fun if you just get outside, use your imagination, and have your own adventures. That's what I tell the kids at the end of every show. I'm like, you kids don't just watch our videos. You get out. Have, use your imagination. Have your own adventures. The world is such an amazing place, and we love technology. The online world is great, too, but I think that it has a way of just sucking you in and and, and just uh – stealing your imagination if you let it
1: so i have so many questions that if i ask them all we're gonna be here for like six hours (laughs) so i'm I'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to just shoot some questions at you um actually well before that you know the axel show you talk about the fun and the adventure that you guys are having but i think it's so much more than that because there's learning taking place there was a there's an episode where you guys were catching grasshoppers to feed the chickens (laughs) and then also, you ate a grasshopper. <laughs> yes.
0: um,
1: and I'm, I'm just going to say that as a teaser. People can check it out. I'll embed it in this post. But there was something interesting that happened there because you're talking to your son about the grasshopper. And you say, oh, okay, look at it. It's camouflaged. And, and, um, so, and you talk about that process and so on. And yes. then you kind of continue and you get the next um, – you get the next grasshopper, and he takes up that grasshopper, and he says something like, look at the camouflage. Yes. Yeah. So to me, <laughs> yes. that, okay. th- there's learning happening there.
2: Yes, yes. And, yes. and, and so like, that, goes, that brings us back to something that we're doing also with him, which is unschooling.
1: Oh, let's talk let's about go unschooling. Back. Go. Okay.
2: Well, kids, they're, just, they're like sponges. They just soak things up. You know. Um, and, and learning is just natural to them you know if you create this environment for them where they can just uh their interests are encouraged you know and so that that's another thing that the Axel show is about is everything that we are doing whenever I'm teaching Axel something and I'm uh just presenting things to him or he's teaching me things sometimes <laughs> um we're doing this together and we're showing the kids uh teaching them these things that we're learning right along the way and and that's a very essential part of it and and You know, that's a big part of our relationship. Is I try to show him the real world and show him all of these things that that the world has to offer. uh, Whether it's um, just facts about animals or insects, or whether it's uh, just you know, uh, I I don't want to say morality, but just you know, I I teach him about things. Like he'll talk about uh, like shooting things sometimes, and like I try to talk to him about you know, even on the show I say this. I'm like. You know, we—I don't really know that we necessarily want to pretend that because this and this and that, you know. And I try and explain it to him mm. and 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 just give him the facts basically and let him make his own decision based on that, you know. And and it's just something that's so important to me that he learns firsthand um, and that he has the ability to develop his creativity. And Sarah, I mean, I'm sure she has a lot to say about unschooling. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just taking over the mic here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I want to hear Sarah. What? Tell us about your perspective of unschooling. <clears throat>
0: Well, uh, we have planned to unschool since Axel was born or really since I was pregnant. And it, it's basically just comes back to our our ideology and that that's kind of one of the reasons why we are doing this familypreneur thing, because we have things in our hearts and in our minds that we want so badly for ourselves, even though society doesn't say that it's like a typical or a normal thing for families to have. Like we want things that like, that they don't have yet. So Axel, we know... That he is a sponge, like Patrick was saying, and he absorbs information so quickly. So when he is interested in something, if I just provide the resources for him and a little bit of guidance, it is incredible how quickly he absorbs the information. Like he he reads on a fifth grade level. He's five years old. Um, oh, wow. Just because – he was interested in letters. and So it's not because I was doing drills or anything crazy with him. It's just whenever he was two years old, he would see letters and he would say, what's that? Mommy, what's that? And I would tell him the sound and he just put it together, you know, just continuing to do that and being available to give, answer his questions and give him the information that he needed. He was able to formulate it and put it all together. And now he, you know, he is a really uh, adept at reading. So we're going, with what he is interested in naturally, his natural curiosities, and following that to an extent, and encouraging that and not pushing him into doing things that he's not yet ready for. so he's he doesn't really like writing that much right now, and uh, you know we, how I get him to practice his writing is we do things that are applicable to his life so we'll Mm. say hey grandma got you something why don't we write her a thank you card that would make her feel so happy and and just show our appreciation to her and it would be a good thing to do so i'll say what would you like to say to grandma and then i'll i'll take a pencil and i'll write out the the note that he wants to write her and then he'll go back and trace it and and that's getting him practice for writing just because he doesn't really understand the importance of that yet because it's not something that he feels necessary to his life, mm-hmm. like reading where, you know, everything he can read. So he he sees how that's valuable to him. Writing at this point he's like, what? Well, you know, I don't know why I would need to do that. But with the thank you cards, it's it's real and tangible to him. And he says, Oh yeah, I do want my handwriting to be legible for grandma to be able to understand what I said. <laughs> You know, so uh, all it is, is just being honest with your kids and, and letting them have the freedom to explore the things that they really care about. Even at a young age, which is it's hard to do because our society doesn't really say that that's how we treat children. Children are are kind of like little computers that we're just supposed to input data. And okay, the five year olds need to know this. The six year olds need to know this. And and really, that's not how human beings are. We're all individuals. We all have different um, gifts and skills and abilities to learn things at different paces. So for for us adults and and uh, specifically entrepreneurs such as yourself and us we we want to uh, or when we get interested in something we study it right we we dive head first and just eat up as much information as possible and it's like we learn it so quickly yeah. but but when we're we're trying to be taught something that we don't have an interest in it's like You know, it just
2: bounces right off. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. You
0: don't absorb it because you don't care. Why would you? Why would you try to take in information that is not something relevant to you?
2: Right, and and and, you know, if he's ever interested in school and going to school or college or whatever, you know, that's we will definitely encourage him to do that. You know, and to pursue his interest there, and we would present it as an opportunity for him. You know, but but we don't want to make it to where it's something that he is uh, forced to do. Without uh, him actually being interested in or enjoying it,
0: right? And we did we did try Montessori school this this last year back in May, and he was there. I think three days, three half days, and at the end of the three days, he's like, "I'm not going back there," <laughs> 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 because he didn't he didn't understand it. And Montessori is a very very hands on, you know, kind of like an alternative to the yeah. the mainstream public education system, um, but. It still wasn't relevant to him. He didn't understand why they were dictating how you need to use this and that material. Like, he didn't get it. He said, Why am I not outside, like participating in the real world and learning things that I care about? That's that's really what it was. So, and we said, Look, if you can work with us together and be cooperative and um, like get things done with us, like we have no problem. But it's just obviously parents, uh, specifically people who are doing this family business thing, like, Parents need time to work, right? So yeah. if you have your kid, like we do, he is with us 24 hours a day, practically, um, it, it it definitely presents quite a challenge to accomplish things. So that's kind of the place we're at now of, of that delicate balance between we want to be with him and we want to do uh, honor him and what he's interested in, but also honor ourselves. So... Um, it's it's just a matter of scheduling and figuring out. Hey, maybe you know he can go hang out with grandma while while we're in Texas right, right now. Yeah. Which we haven't gotten into that, but we've been all over the country. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other story in our RV. <laughs> Oh man,
1: so uh, I have so many questions, but we're coming down to the end. I'll ask a few quick ones, yes, um, yes. and and for the rest, people are just gonna have to go and listen to the Familypreneur podcast because yes. I know you guys are sharing that entire journey over there. Um, with that, and uh, like you said, this isn't for everyone, um, no. but this is something that you guys are doing, and it it it's working for you, and you're trying to figure it out, and you're sharing that journey with with him. Being with you every day, all day, and so on, because this is one of the concerns that I have. Um, what about uh, his social life in terms of interacting with other students at school and so on? Are you guys concerned about that?
0: Okay, and this is this is a, a question we get all the time, yeah. and and this is this is my answer to that. When when I say, let's just compare it to the typical public education system in the United States children are placed in classrooms so they're usually within about a year of the same within a year uh, of all the other students uh-huh. you know they're the same age same grade and these are the people that they're interacting with their peers their teacher is considered uh, their superior and they're all kind of uh, under under the guidance or uh, the direction of that teacher or all of their teachers so they're kind of already they're 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 below the teacher, and so that that kind of sets me off because we like to consider Axel like just as important as we are. Um, but obviously, when you when someone is teaching someone else, there there is that level of differentiation because you are are learning from them. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But um,
2: yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where kids they <laughs> kids um. I'm sorry. Sorry, Leslie. No, you're <laughs> fine.
0: I, I, I just lost my train of thought, and I'm looking at Patrick, and I'm like, wait, what was
2: this? <laughs> this, is first, this is our first interview, so we're really <laughs> – No, it's all good. <laughs> tell you, what, you know, he, he has his peers. Okay, He has okay. his really good friends.
0: Okay, I remember like, where I was going with sorry. that. Okay, good. Let's go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, so I, I just went off on a tangent. That's why I lost my train of thought. Okay, so Axel, he interacts with adults kids of all ages he he lives life with us so everywhere we go he is with us and he has no problem interacting with an adult he has no problem interacting with a younger kid or an older kid whereas uh, a lot of children who are his age they don't know how to talk to adults because they're they they feel inferior to them like oh i can't talk to an adult because i'm a kid you know i that's just not what i do because that's just how our society is set up like you know, the whole kids are to be seen and not heard, that's still, it's not as bad as it used to be by any means, but it's still kind of... People still have that idea. So Axel doesn't need to be with a bunch of other five-year-olds in order to learn social skills because he is learning social skills living in the real world, interacting with people of all ages. So you know he has no problem befriending someone who's older and, and having a conversation with them. He goes up to, to strangers in the store and starts talking to him, uh, them about his business. You know, like, hey, I have a show on YouTube with my daddy and we do this and we do that. And <laughs> yeah. as, he's not afraid at all. So, And we obviously we have several friends too. And, and depending on where we are in the country at that time, we, we meet up with other families and we have friends that, that he interacts with and we talk to. And when we're not in that same place, you know, we, we FaceTime with his friends too. So he does have a network of people that he is interacting with. Um, but it is different. It's a lot different than living in one place. For you know, some kids they live they grow up in the same place forever and they go to school and they're interacting with the same people all the time. and there's you know, there's perks to that. but I think that it's all there's also something really valuable about teaching a child how to make friends with anyone, no matter where you are, and being able to do that quickly and uh, and and communicate with anyone. It's just an amazing skill and it's something that I did not grow up with because I was very much um I, I don't need to talk to adults i'm a, i'm a kid i need to make sure i'm quiet and i'm not interrupting anyone and you know i that's just how i felt growing up because that's how i was raised so with him I, I don't want to put that in him. I want him to be confident enough to speak his opinion. So if an adult tells him something and he doesn't agree with it, I, I want him to talk back. You know, people say, kids, you shouldn't talk back. And I'm like, you don't have to do it in, a, in a, a disrespectful way. But it's just a matter of having an open dialogue with your children. and And I think that's a good thing. Like, don't you want your kid to be able to have an argument for what they believe in? Like, that's okay. That's a good thing. And we can say, all right, Axel, let's figure out how we can communicate with others in a respectful way, but also be confident in the decision you're making or, or um, just be open to what people have to say to you so you can learn from it. And, and if you're just closed off and you're only with people who are your same age all the time, it's kind of unnatural. It's, that's less natural in my mind to just living in the real world with people of all ages. Do
1: you know what I mean? So my mind right now is like uh, spinning in like a hundred thousand different directions. Um, I had some questions in my mind at the beginning of this interview. And now I have more questions. Um, So what I'm going to (laughs) do is what I recommend for anyone that's listening to this to do, and that is to go to thefamilypreneur.com. Patrick and Sarah, thank you guys so much for coming on here. Awesome. So, guys, hey, check it out. That's all I gotta say. TheFamilyPreneurs.com. This is not for everybody. I'm not, I didn't do this episode because I'm saying, hey, we all should become familypreneurs and take on the world with our children or whatever the case might be. But I think it's something that it's interesting to be exposed to. And it's something that can influence us in positive ways. So go ahead and check them out. Thefamilypreneurs.com. This is Leslie Samuel. Of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would appreciate it. If you would, you know, just hop over to iTunes. Becomeablogger.com slash iTunes and leave an honest review. That really does help to get extra um, visibility to the podcast. And if you're trying to start a blog where you can create content, inspire others, and even change the world while building an online business, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. You get to follow me as I show you basically how... I've done it on this journey, how many others have done it, and how you can do the same. That's freebloggingvideos.com. Free, it's actionable, and I hope it's kind of awesome. I think it's kind of awesome. So that's pretty much it. This is Leslie Samuel here from BecomeAblogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time, and until next time, take care and God bless. Three, five, two, four, one, four.